1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. We are live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook right now. So if you're watching, leave a comment in the comment section down below. Uh, And while you're at it, please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow it, rate it, and go rate it on Apple and iTunes. Helps out the podcast tremendously. Thank you, guys, for anybody that has done that. Subscribed and watched the videos. And leave comments. You know, that's a good way to interact. Um. don't leave a comment though that's a five minute read those are a little more difficult but just leave a normal comment and I'll get back to answering those and having discussions follow me on Twitter at Coach underscore Steve 72 uh, send me a message if you want to be on the podcast um, you know we do everything we talk from NFL college football um, all that good stuff we'll talk about football in general because you know being Coach Steve show I'm actually a coach so we can talk about sports anything like that So, welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to talk about college football expansion. So, college football conference, realignment conference, football, uh, college football conferences expanding, which has been a topic since last year, and it's continued on since then. We'll talk about, is it good for college football? We'll talk about Big Ten media days, compared to what um, people are now saying about Kevin Warren and what he said about the future of the Big Ten, the future of college football, compared to SEC and what they say about expanding their conference. And then the big rumblings of, is Clemson going to leave the ACC and maybe join the SEC? Um, Is that a good move for them? Should they stay in the ACC? Um, They will not join the Big Ten, so there's been some rumblings on them joining the Big Ten, but we'll discuss that. So we all know college football conference realignment, conference expansions, that's the new wave that we're heading into. Happened last year with Texas and Oklahoma when they said they'll join the SEC. They'll be in there in a couple years. And then we had the joint agreement with the Pac 12 and the ACC and the Big Ten, kind of saying, well, dignity of college football, you know, tradition of college football. You know, we have to have this pact, us versus the SEC, because it looked like the SEC wanted to create this super conference, which they kind of are. But remember that when we had this pact with the Big Ten, Pac-12 and ACC are in the Big 12. You know, oh, well, we can't. We have to be together. It's us versus the SEC. We We can't have super conferences. So we'll get to, oh, so much has changed since then when money starts talking. Um, So Big Ten media days have come and gone, SEC media days have come and gone, and this is where you get to hear you know, your commissioners talk, and then you get to hear some football coaches talk, and then you get to hear some football players talk, and in the SEC, their commissioner talked about they're going to focus on where they are now, they have X amount of teams, and they're excited for the future of the teams they have. They don't really have any conversations to add any more into the SEC, which I don't I think that's a lie. I think they do have an idea of who they would like to go get, but I also think they understand as a conference they're in a very good spot. They are going to get a much bigger TV deal as well as the Big Ten. So their mindset is we've added Texas, we're gonna add Oklahoma. It's going to be great to have pretty much almost all of Texas. You're just going to have like Texas Tech looking on the outside. You know, now you have Oklahoma. And then, of course, you have all your other SEC schools. And they really aren't looking to expand right now. Now the change next year. We could get something. So that's the mindset of what they're thinking. They're, th- you know, talking about where they are. Well, then Kevin Warren comes out and talks at Big Ten Media Day. And, you know, I always go back to... You had this packed, and, you know, the, the, the person that cried wolf, that's an old expression. You know, why are you mad about this? Or, oh, why is the house burning down when you're the one holding the match or the torch talking about the wave of college football? One thing that's interesting to me is now all of a sudden people love Kevin Warren. Jacob is back in the comments. It's all about that big money. But isn't it funny that Kevin Warren took over right before COVID. And when COVID hit, he wanted to go run and hide and say, we're not going to uh, play football. Kind of wanted to get people to follow him. Pac-12 kind of followed suit. But Big SEC said, screw that, we're playing football. ACC said, screw that, we're going to play football. Notre Dame then jumped over to be with them for the season. Big 12 said, nope, we're going to play football. Well, then the Big 10 was like, oh, shoot, we're going to miss out on a lot of money. We're going to miss out on this or that. Kevin Warren wasn't this big-time leader that everybody thought and decided to play football. And then when it started to go on a downhill turn for him was putting Ohio State into the Big 10 championship game for football, where they didn't play a game or two and change the rules. You know how politics move the goalposts, and that's all I'll say about politics. Kevin Warren was moving the goalposts and put Ohio State into that Big Ten tournament or the Big Ten championship, which they should not have been in COVID year. I don't believe they should have been there, and we've talked about that before in the past. And then when we get to Big Ten basketball, where you are not suspending and stepping in with the DeJuan Howard situation, where you're not stepping in for certain things when you're the commissioner and you need to be involved in some of those decision makings. But now we're talking about him being one of the great commissioners because he added USC and UCLA, which I don't agree with. You still are going to have those two things on your record, Kevin Warren. Now adding UCLA and USC to the Big Ten, that is a big-time move. But that also involves not just him. That involves TV executives to talk about the LA market to get them involved because the Big Ten is looking to have a humongous TV deal. They had a little something to do with – adding USC and UCLA because now they get the LA market. So I don't want it all just to go into the Big Ten because you have Big Ten network executives into that conversation. You have athletic directors in that conversation. You have chancellors in that conversation. So it's all about that, and it's all about the money. That's where college football is now headed. It's about getting quality football – During that time. Because think about now in the Big Ten. We're going to have a big time kickoff in the morning. We're going to have a big time kickoff early afternoon. Late afternoon. Evening and night. So you're looking at four to five huge time games. And some might be 10, 11 o'clock at night. Now I don't know about you. I'm not going to stay up and watch the entire one unless it's Illinois. But just the fact that you're going to have Big Ten football on from start to finish all day is amazing. So I'm not saying exactly what. Kevin Warren's not the best commissioner. But... You know, this was a big-time move. Now, during his media day, he had a couple comments, and we'll talk about exactly what he said. But I just want you to remember the pact. Remember the pact, the ACC Big Ten Pac-12 Alliance. It was back in August of 2021. They formed a historic alliance that brought 41 world-class institutions together on a collaborative approach surrounding the future and evolution of college athletics and scheduling. It was supported by presidents, chancellors, athletic directors at all 41 institutions and is guided in all cases by a commitment to and prioritization of supporting student-athletes, well-being, academic, and athletic opportunities, experiences, diverse educational programming. The three conferences are grounded in their support of broad-based athletic programs and collegiate model and opportunities for student-athletes as part of educational missions of the institution's. Basically, he was saying, hey, um, let's not do what the SEC is doing because it's bad for college football. But then we get Kevin Warren expanding. And he continues to talk about expanding in his press conference um, right here. On the heels of the landscape and alternate edition of UCLA and USC, the Big Ten's leadership is not closing the door on the possibility of more expansion. Kevin Warren said Tuesday at Big Ten Media Days, he gets asked every single day what's going to be happening in regards of conference realignment. It said he may include future expansion. So he took a different approach and sank down to SEC. But it will be done for the right reasons on the right time with our student-athletes, academic and athletic empowerment at the center of any and all decisions that we will make regarding any future expansions. We will not expand just to expand. It will be strategic. It will add additional value to our conference, and it will provide a platform to even have our student-athletes be put on a larger platform so they can build their careers, which is awesome. But the fact that he's continuing to talk about expansion, with other he like, like he's looking way towards the future. Um, it is cool. that are going to be all four time zones that we just talked about. You're going to have a game on literally from start to finish. Um. So let's talk about different questions that he was asked. Um, So going to Big Ten Media Days, um, he was asked about them playing at different usual times, um, talked about how they can play morning and night. Um, Then he got asked, are you communicating with other conferences? Um, He said, we are in a time of change. I think there's two types of people in this world. They look at change as a problem or they look at it as an opportunity. I'm one of those that when change occurs, I'm excited about it. So change was happening with the SEC and you weren't happy about it and so we went to this pact with the big with the Pac 12 and ACC to talk about well we have to keep the integrity of college football. So now you're talking about you like change. And it's human nature. Change happens for you and it's good change you're happy for it. If change happens for somebody else and it doesn't really affect you and doesn't you you, you kind of could care less. So it's quickly how his tune had changed from let's talk about a pack to make sure that they don't get – we keep the integrity of college football, but then we want to talk about expansion, and now you want to talk about when change happens, you have to be the one that runs towards it. So when SEC decided to add Texas and Oklahoma and asked about it, maybe back then you should have said, well, maybe this is where college football is headed. Opportunistic change, yes, it's great when it affects Kevin Warren, the big 12 and getting a billion dollar, if not $2 billion TV media deal. I think, cause it, believe it or not, TV executives are going into the ears of these commissioners are going to the ears of, you know, everything else, these people that are quote unquote in charge and talking about money. And that's where they're headed. So Kevin Warren just took a different approach, took a different way of talking about this compared to um, how SEC handled it. Um, then he talked about, you know, college football expansion. Um, you know, everybody's still a little bit, you know, hush-hush on that. Um, one interesting thing was expansion of travel for teams and how it affects academics. Warren emphasizes opportunities for athletes nationwide and that the conference has two years planned for challenges He said that conference will keep it in mind when scheduling. Because think about it. I love football. They make these decisions on college football. But we have to think about other schools. So basketball has to travel, which they'll be okay with. But you've got volleyball having to travel. You're going to have track. You're going to have baseball, softball. So all these other sports are going to be challenged. So I would not be surprised if one day, because I talked about this on another episode, if College just splits from NCAA altogether. So, like if Alabama decided to jump ship and say, you know what, we can make money on our own with Alabama's logo and these kids can do NIL and make money, or we have a way to get our own TV thing and give that money to the players and still pay coaches, create our own college football thing. I kind of see that happening. Um, Or they can, you know, get away from the academic part of it and it becomes literally like a minor league. So, it's just all crazy about what could happen. But also, you could maybe see hey, college football is going to split off. And so the Big Ten could say, hey, we're in college football, we are this conference. The rest of the sports are this conference. Or different sports go to different conferences. There's craziness that could happen. But we're getting way out there in the realm of quote unquote conspiracy theories or talks that could happen. Um, So Kevin Warren just basically had different take on it. And so the question now is, they're really talking about expanding. They're talking about adding different teams. It's about money. It's about putting on quality football because now, is this really all good for college football? And it's a double-edged sword. It's a yes answer and it's a no answer. And the no part will just require changes again and whether those changes are good or bad is adding teams to the SEC and the Big Ten, creating, quote-unquote, super conference, because now it's the SEC. It was the SEC and everybody else. I don't care what anybody said. It was never the SEC and the Big Ten and everybody else. We can't say that because in the SEC, you were having Florida be really good. You had Alabama be really good. You know Auburn won a championship. When you look at the overall arching of sports, they've been pretty good, and that's the thing. We all... We can't just look at college football. College basketball, Big Ten has been up there competing, and sometimes the SEC takes a step back. SEC baseball is really good. So you look at this overall thing, when football really started to take over, it was almost the SEC and everybody else. Now when you say everybody else, yes, the Big Ten was probably number two. Now we can start saying it's the SEC and the Big Ten and everybody else. It's no longer just the SEC and everybody else. It's Big Ten, SEC, and everybody else. But now you're creating these two unquote super conferences because you have the SEC media rights and just the fact that you have these great teams that are going to win and compete for championships. And then the Big Ten comes along. Now they have this big time TV deal. And now you're having teams compete. It's not just Ohio State. You have Michigan winning the Big Ten making the playoff. Back in the day, you had Penn State. So now you're adding teams like a USC who's trying to get back on the road to winning championships. UCLA used to be pretty good. Chip Kelly's trying to get that back on board. Then you hear rumblings of other teams. I think they should add the Colorado team there because then you get the Denver market. I think that's a huge market to add, so I think you need to add Colorado. I also think you need just to get Oregon in because that's good competition. But now, this is the way we're talking, is this all great for college football? It is because it's exciting to look at the SEC, Big Ten, and everybody else. It's exciting to see, oh, they have 16 teams, 16 teams, and the next year is it going to be 18 teams or is it going to be 20 teams? And now you're looking at, oh, man, you know, this week we've got these two Power 5 teams playing, and then the next week, oh, they're playing another Power 5 team like from start to finish, and that's great. That's great quality football. And that's kind of the point of these college expansions. It's adding quality football. You heard Nick Saban talk about, you know, we have to put quality games on TV to get people to watch. You have to put on quality football to get people to buy tickets and go watch. You have to put on quality games. Think about the betting world. I don't care what people say. Oh, betting on college football. That's just, that's a thing. Unless you live in Illinois, you can't bet on Illinois Final Line eye, which I hate. Because we could win some money. It's money versus quality, like Jacob says, the new normal, absolutely. And it's kind of both. If you can get great money, but then also put a quality game on the field, that's what we're looking at. Now, I'm going to go back and forth. The bad part of this is, now when you're getting and playing these quality games, game in and game out every Saturday, is that going to wear down the team, which I will get to when we get to Clemson, talking about should they join the SEC? So now if you're looking at, let's say the SEC... Not every team in the SEC is high quality, but if you're playing a 12-game SEC schedule, that's tough. you got to play Alabama, go play Georgia, go play Texas A&M, go play Auburn, go play Mississippi State, now you go play LSU, now you go play Florida, who's coming up, and and everything else. You're looking at these teams going, oh, my gosh, this is a meat grinder. And some of this I'm going to repeat when I get to the Clemson talk. To be the best, you got to beat the best, so you want to play those teams. But man, then you get to the. How do you then do you? Then you got to get to your SEC championship game. You got to play another SEC school. Then you get to the college football playoff. You are probably worn down. If you make it to the championship, you are worn down. And then what hurts this is people sometimes don't want to watch teams, these Power Five schools, go play FCS schools. FCS schools get paid to play those games. And I know for a fact a lot of those schools rely on that money. If that FCS school gets paid, I don't know, $300,000 to $1 million, that money goes into that football program, takes pressure off the school of having to put money into that football program. They could now take the money there and give it to the football program for something and give it to other athletics. They rely on that money. And we get fun games where we get Appalachian State upsetting Michigan. You get Coastal Carolina winning games. Even though now they're transitioning to Division One. they were still playing FCS quality as they were transitioning into Division One. So those hurt. That's national TV that those FCS schools don't get because that's recruiting for them. And now you're looking at these two conferences. Are they just going to absorb everybody? Is the whole Big 12 going to be split between the Big 10 and SEC? Is the Pac-12 going to be split up between that two? And then is the ACC going to just split Is it just from now on going to be the Big 10, SEC, and everybody just gets absorbed? I don't know if that's necessarily great for college football. Because I always go back to the old days when you had NCAA football, which it is coming back. But back in the day, it was really cool. You had good quality football between all the conferences. It was always... Fun because you have the Pac 12, Big 12, SEC, Big 10, ACC, and then you've got other conferences people don't talk about, the Sun Belt and everything else, American with these good football programs. So, what probably needs to happen? I think the Big 12, the rest of the Big 12 and the Pac 12 probably need to combine. I'm sitting here saying Big 10 needs to add Colorado to get the Denver market, which is a huge market, but I also think maybe the Big 10 just needs to stop adding just leave it where it is. But the rest of the Pac-12 and the Big 12 maybe combine. And if you combine, maybe you get a big-time deal. Does the ACC decide to combine with those guys? And now we have three super conferences, and now the Big Ten will have way better teams overall, and the SEC will have better overall. I don't know. They're still moving parts. It's up to you to decide what you think. This is a good road we're going on for college football. It's exciting. I think it's exciting to see Texas and Oklahoma go to the SEC. I think it's exciting to have USC and UCLA in the Big Ten, even though that travel is going to be a bear for these teams to travel back and forth. But it is exciting. I'm just really worried about just having just a Big Ten in SEC does not sound fun. It's fun to talk about, well, you have this good rising team coming out of the ACC of Clemson when they were starting to get good. Back in the day, I know it was Ohio State and the Big Ten and Michigan and Penn State, but you also looked at, well, you got to watch out for these other teams of Oregon and USC out there in the Pac-12. Oh, you got to look out for Florida, Alabama, but you also need to pay attention to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and Baylor in this Big 12. So it's just always exciting when you have those things going on. But now it's like, well, you're just going to have a Big Ten and SEC. And so now if you continue this growth of college football, conference realignment, expansion, you have to change the playoff at that point. You've got to. Because is it going to be fun? Ah, oh, big Two Big Ten teams made it and two SEC teams made it because they have super conferences. So, you know, ultimately... We have to move on with the change. We have to accept it that this is where college football is going. That's why I talked about Notre Dame doing, joining the Big Ten. It just, just, just the way we're going. Um, and maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm overthinking that it could be a good thing for college football because it hasn't happened yet. We're sitting here talking about they are going to keep expanding, and they may not. They may keep it the way it is. Who knows? But ultimately, it's going to be good for college football, but there is going to be some blowback and not 100% be the best for college football, but that's the direction we're going. It's about the money, but if they can get the money and get good quality things there, um, that's what they're going to do, and they're going to continue to do that, and we have to kind of deal with it in this moment, and that's where we're moving on to. So that's the first segment. Um, Our next segment, we're going to talk about should Clemson leave the ACC and join another conference and would that conference be the sec um but before we move on with that um i need you guys to pay attention especially if you're football coaches um we are now in our dead period at least in illinois uh, a good 10 days off from football before we get back at it um you use the summer to break down your drills what drills you're going to use for the season. If you still are looking for drills, I recommend you go check out CoachStoneFootball.com because he has his back-to-the-basics drill manuals because we're all about being stupid simple. That's my middle name is being stupid simple. So if you go to CoachStoneFootball.com and click on um, his back-to-the-basics drill manuals, you can find a bunch of drills from offense, defense, special teams, weightlifting, all that good stuff. Um... And check all that out. So go to CoachStoneFootball.com and click on Back to the Basics Drill Manuals. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast, a fellow Illinois football coach um, in northern Illinois. Um, And coaches, I know some of you neglect special teams. I want to make your special teams better, and I want to help out your kicker first. So you need the new advanced kickoff tee, because believe it or not, your kicker's not kicking it that far because of the tee. We don't need to use the old-school orange ones anymore. It's ridiculous. We don't need to. So, Launchpad Kickoff T has sponsored the podcast, longtime sponsor. Um, you need to check out their kicking tee. It's got designable flaps where you can place the football however you want. It comes with a um, manual to tell you how to lay the football. Because believe it or not, it gives you strategic options for kickoffs, onside kicks, squibs, everything else. You place wherever you want. So, if you go to LaunchpadKickoffT.com and check out um, the kicking tee there. Um, And you use the code CSS at checkout. Um, It will save you 10% off your order. So um, that's a big time saving. So go to launchpadkickoffd.com and use the code CSS. It will save you 10% off your order at checkout. All right, let's talk about the Clemson Tigers. Yes, Jacob, you can't wait to see the viewer and TV numbers for Rutgers versus UCLA. Yeah, yeah. but that's good for Rutgers, though, and it's good for UCLA and Rutgers because now UCLA can be seen in the New Jersey New York market, but then your your Rutgers is going to be able to be in the L.A. market. But if that game is on at 10 o'clock at night, the only reason why I'm going to watch it is because of Chip Kelly's offense. I really like it, and I want to see it, but ultimately is the average fan going to stay up at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night to watch that game? I don't know. So that's kind of where I can still see the Big Ten expanding. Um for adding teams because you are going to get those from time to time where Rutgers goes to UCLA or Rutgers goes to USC or USC goes to Rutgers. Now, Rutgers has gotten better. They got better last year. I think they're going to take another step forward to get better this year. But, um, yeah, that would be interesting. But let's talk about the Clemson Tigers. Clemson Tigers have been a very good football program over the past few years, winning two championships, beating Alabama, for these championships. And so we're going to talk about the this whole conference football uh, realignment expansion. Well, eventually as I was saying, you know, in the other segment, <laughs> you've got to, the ACC, the Pac-12 and the Big 12 really, you got to look at what's going on. And they have to come to the realization that if they don't do something to keep their teams, they're going to leave as well. You've heard talks about Florida State going to SEC, which I think is a mistake because they are just going to get walloped on. You're getting walloped on for the past many years in the ACC. So what's going to happen when you join the SEC? You're going to now have to play an even tougher schedule, and you're a program that's not there yet. Now, people think that Clemson should join the SEC because they look like an SEC team. And that's because Dabo Sweeney said, if we're going to beat Alabama, we have to recruit like Alabama. We have to recruit outside of South Carolina, even though there's good players there. We have to go more south. We have to go more southwest and get these guys. And he did. They, When they had those championship teams, Clemson had a huge team. Look how big their offensive line was. Look how big their defense was. Look at the speed of their wide receivers and running backs. He recruited very well. Now, another reason why I think that Clemson was able to win these championships. was One, it was good coaching. They have good, you know, Brent Venables being a defense coordinator, good offensive coordinator. I think Dabo's a good CEO of managing it all and making sure everything's going swimmingly. I think they were well-rested because Alabama's of the world and everything, again, have that brutal SEC schedule, which I was talking about. If you play an entire SEC schedule... It's going to prepare you for the playoff, but at the same time, by the time you get to the playoff, you've played 13 games, and all 13 of those games are going to be SEC games. Now, yes, there's some teams in the SEC where it may not be as tough, but then you look at Clemson, who's playing the, ASC, or the um, ACC. Oh, you had to play, no offense to some of these schools, because over the past, they have not been that great. Oh, you had to play North Carolina State. You had to play Duke. You had to play... You know, some of these other schools in the ACC, you had to play, oh, you had to play Florida State. That's a struggling program. So more often than not, you're playing teams and you're beating by 30, um, you know, and so now you're more well-rested going into your playoff. Now, you have to give Clemson credit. Getting to the playoff and beating those teams is a feat in itself because that's where good coaching comes in. That's where having good players comes in. Dabo had to recruit like Alabama and the SEC. So they do look like an SEC team. The way they play looks like SEC teams. You talk about you know the mentality of schools. They are. Yes, they throw the ball, but they want to run the ball at you. They run on power, and they're going to run right at you. They're going to do it from a spread look, a pistol look, and they're going to run right at you. They look like Alabama at times when they were really good. So the question is, should they leave and join the SEC? So there's a couple ways to look at this. They could leave looking at the landscape of college football. They could wait to see if Florida State wants to go in. They could wait and see about all of that. They're already in South Carolina. We've got South Carolina, the other school there, already in the SEC. The reason why these teams look to leave schools is um, is recruiting as well. Big Ten wants USC and UCLA in there because now you've got the rest of your schools. They can go, even though they are a priority recruit in California, now they really have to recruit in California. USC and UCLA, they really want that Midwest talent. Now they get into the New York, New Jersey area as well. Clemson, if they join the SEC, they are going to get even more recruits because now they can start feeding into Texas and everything else. So from that aspect and money because of the SEC uh, TV rights and everything, they'll get more money. Now, but let's think about this. If you're Clemson and you're able to dominate your conference, still play good football, get the talent, get that roster, get to the playoff, and you're well-rested, you have a better chance of winning those titles so this is where they have to start thinking. As a coach, we always say to be the best, you gotta be to be the best, you gotta play the best. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. They wanna beat the man when they get to the playoff. They want to be well rested. They join the SEC. Week however they do it in pods and certain groups. Do you want to play other teams outside the SEC? Do they go the Nick Saban route where he says, let's play a nine-team SEC schedule, let's play a 10-team SEC schedule? That's going to be a bear when you're on that side. You're going to have to go down and play Florida. You're going to have to play, you know, LSU. maybe you have to play LSU. Maybe you got to play Georgia. You're going to have to play these teams week in and week out. And if all these conferences start doing all this craziness and it becomes just conference game after conference game after conference game, it's going to turn into a 12-game SEC schedule. So from a money aspect, from TV look aspect, from an overall recruiting standpoint, I think Clemson could join the SEC and benefit from joining the SEC. But also you look at from talking about being well-rested for your playoff appearance. Now last year they struggled a little bit. I think they went, what they go, 10-2, and two, I believe, or 10-3. and three. That's a down year for them. And they're supposed to come back and actually be pretty decent. But last year was a down year. But that's still good. They're still a good football program. Um, here's a comment talking about why they should join. Clemson is an SEC school residing in the ACC. The Tigers would be a natural fit given their location, their culture, the football pedigree. Besides Notre Dame, which I said should never join the SEC, Clemson is a top football brand. They're not a current or future member of the Big Ten and SEC. The Tigers would be um, good for business for the conference strengths to add Clemson into the SEC. I agree. But we have to look at it from what is best for the school and for the players and the program to get them there. A lot of people think they should join. Um They've talked to Clemson. Reports saying Clemson would not comment on the realignment reports, Um, they told them. Despite being bound to the ACC by a grant of rights agreement running through 2035, the Tigers have become one of the country's most eligible bachelors in a brand new world of realignment. Um, They've won 10 or more games in 11 consecutive seasons, the third longest streak in NCAA history and won six of the ACC's last seven football championships. So the question is, if they're dominating the conference, they're having this good run, why would they leave? The ACC is lagging behind its fellow conferences in revenue, um, a deficit that only grew over the years. According to the numbers complied by The Athletic, the ACC generated around $578 million in revenue during 2020-2021 physical year, um, it's a new record, and they paid out $36.1 million on average to all of its member schools. But this number is paled in comparison to the Big Ten SEC, whose advantages TV contracts with Fox and ESPN respectfully continue to separate them from the pack of the Power Fives. In 2021 fiscal year, the Big Ten generated um, $680 million in revenue and distributed $46.1 million on average per each school. The SEC generated seven hundred $777.8 million in revenue and distributed $54.6 million on average to its member schools. Each SEC school will get a $105 million annual payout and each Big Ten school a $94.5 million annual payout in 2029. As ACC member schools are estimated with a 55.3 million annual payout in 2029. Those are staggering payouts compared to the Big 10 and the SEC. Again, we said at the beginning talking about conference football expansion, money talks and money talks big. So when you look at the payouts that these Big 10 schools are getting, the payout the SEC schools are getting, And that's not even accounting for the new Big Ten TV deal that's going to be coming out here at some point. The SEC is going to renegotiate and even get more money. So now you're talking about big-time money, even more than what we just read and talked about. So you have to think, again, money's going to be a driving force for Clemson to sit there and go, should we join the SEC Look at getting a payout by 2029 upwards of near $100 million and join them. We already we beat them in the playoff. We look at the recruitment that we can get if we're Clemson. I think it would be a good fit for Clemson. They already look like an SEC team, and I think that would help. So then when you're the SEC, if Clemson decides to come, you can't just add one. you got to have an even number if you're going to start mixing up into divisions and if you want to call it pods or whatever you want to call it. So now Clemson's going to come over. What's another school that that the SEC could add? Florida State's been a big one to talk about because they get more of the Florida market and the recruiting, but you already have got Florida. And just travel-wise, I think Florida State would want to be in the SEC. It is still a brand name, but over the years, they have not played good sports in general. Their facilities lack in everything. So you're looking at going, maybe we add Oklahoma State. Even though you have the Oklahoma market now with Oklahoma, maybe the SEC reaches out to Oregon. I think Oregon's a better fit in the Big Ten, the way they play football and the way they play athletics. But if you're the SEC and Clemson wants to join and you talk to them, now you've got to figure out another team. So Clemson and Notre Dame, I think, are the next two dominoes that are going to fall. More Notre Dame than Clemson, but I think Clemson will have to make a decision of, are we going to stay in the ACC are they going to wait so till they talk to the Big 12 and the Pac-12? Do did they, did they combine and try to get this big-time TV deal? Because I think that would be cool to have like these three super conferences and each one has this huge TV deal. So now if you're combining them, you still get the West Coast market. You're going to get the East Coast market. And with some of the Big 12 schools, you still get the Southern market if they combine. So Clemson will be the next one to fall. I think they should join the SEC, though. Not wait for the ACC and them to figure this out. Because it's gonna, you're going to be behind. The only thing I agree about Kevin Warren, even though I don't like, because he's the one holding the torch to this change, even though he was against it, was if you don't follow the change, you're going to be left behind. There's two types of people in this world, one that accept it and one that's ones that don't. So Clemson could join the SEC, I think it's a good move. Um, and I think it'll be great. So this whole change thing is going to be continuing on. I don't know if we'll get anything more. Right before we start football here, maybe during the season you'll figure something out. The moment they get it, they're gonna. The moment they say yes, the moment they make a decision, we're gonna know. It might be next summer when they start to really talk about it, or it might be two years when these schools start to really get into the uh, conference. But you don't want to keep doing this every other year or every two years. Might as well if you're gonna leave and join, might as well do it now, especially when this TV contract's coming up. Um, But anyway, thanks, anybody, for watching. Hit the like button, subscribe button, all that good stuff. Follow it, rate it, especially on iTunes and Apple, um, to rate it there. You can do it on Spotify now as well. Twitter is at Coach underscore Steve72. Check out all the other episodes. Um, Follow all the affiliates in the description below. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. All that good stuff. Um, Thank you guys again for watching and or listening. This is Coach Steve and we will see you next time. $50,000